And good morning, everybody. Our last half hour, Chelsea, of Heart Pledge Day. We're out of here at noon. Reed Wilkins back in from 2 to 6 to continue with some of the amazing stories of patients and doctors and nurses and people just involved with the Maz and the incredible work that gets done down there, which is just yeah. mind-blowing. If you want to donate, it's pretty simple. 780-900-1047 on the phone, heartpledgeday.ca on the internet. Uh, this is a good time to do it because over the rest of this hour up until noon, your donation will be matched up to $5,000. Big thanks to Norma Ali for that. Uh, second time that uh, Norma's done this. So she's in for 10000 can't think of yeah what a what a great way to do it too you know you have this big donation you may as well uh, make it count for doubles so yeah get that donation matched this hour seven eight zero nine hundred ten forty seven so that we can keep this amazing world-class care in place for so many people that have had to uh, that have had to take advantage of it there's twenty six thousand patients that visit them as each year and we're going to hear from one of them right now um from our next guest who didn't even know that she had a congenital heart condition um this last year she was shopping at costco and then hang on, hang on. i think you're getting you're, get, you're jumping ahead you're getting uh you're getting all mixed up you're getting punchy after you into our sixth hour of broadcasting that's what's going on here what? that couldn't be a thing that <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna talk to that person in about 15 minutes first though we're gonna talk to dr robert welsh Dr. Robert oh, Welsh. Okay, well, well, hang on here. That I'm so sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Welsh. Thank you for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. Yeah, no, I'm happy to be here, and I fully agree with you. We really should focus on the patient. So I'm happy that you're uh, <laughs> well, me here. spoken like a like a true frontline worker. Well, Dr. Welsh, <laughs> let's give you your proper introduction because you are the cardiac sciences zone clinical department head you're responsible for the quality of cardiac care today and well into the future for these patients so uh, let's kind of get into a, a little bit more detail i guess of, of what it is that that you do and and why you think that the future of cardiac care really lies in innovation so uh, my role as a head of the cardiac sciences program I'm, I'm really just here to support the teams and and help um, facilitate direction we have amazing teams from top to bottom in the mass um, everyone in the building really contributes to excellence care, excellence of care, and really my role is to help facilitate that and, and help them achieve their, their vision of what we can do. You know, Doctor, when in talking to the patients and the doctors and the nurses and everybody this morning, the one thing that's really struck me is how technologically advanced this is and how it seems to be advancing so quickly almost every day. That, that innovation, right, I mean, that is sort of the key to continuing to move cardiac care into the future. Yeah, cardiac care and the and the MAS itself are really at a, at the highlight of, of innovation in Western Canada and, and far beyond. We've built programs and people here locally have developed concepts and implemented them, either changes in how we deliver care or fancy technology that's really really set the stage for the future, not only here in Alberta but beyond. Doc, when we take a look at, you know, what kind of things you're looking at in the future and, and the kind of money that's raised today and the innovation fund and where it could go in the future, what kind of things are you looking at? Well, I think first off, a, a huge thanks to all of the donors. Um, when when we think about this Heart Pledge Day and that it's coming, I, I get the opportunity to pause and think about all the great things that the groups have done. And I do admit fully that without donor support, most of that innovation would be impossible. Donors support everything from our advanced clinical programs to our quality improvement projects. They 
help us buy um, important innovative equipment and support innovative research. So across the whole spectrum, I just want to make sure I thank the donors before I forget um, and get too excited about my own job. <laughs> so the Innovation Fund itself is a, is, a, is a bit of a new concept. So in the past, you can imagine that, you know, a smart physician or a frontline worker, a nurse, a PhD comes forward with an innovative idea and they would go to the foundation through leadership and the foundation would say, yeah, you know, that sounds pretty solid. I'd, I'd like to move that forward. But we've now, in essence, built a system to ensure that the top innovative projects are really the ones that get pushed forward and the ones that get supported and therefore succeed. So it, in an example, the Innovation Fund had 21 applications to it. Um, recently, we ran a, a round of competitions with an independent committee really advising what the top innovative projects were. And from that group, we selected the seven best and really supported those programs to ensure that the top innovation is what's moving forward. And so what does that do then, Dr. Welsh, to really set the Mazankowski apart in Edmonton compared to other cardiac centers? Well, I, I'm not aware of another process like this. They they may exist. I'm not claiming that this is um you know rocket science, but I but I do think that legitimizing a process to make the innovative decisions and ensuring the funded dollars go to the best projects is what we've tried to achieve. And when you think about what sets it apart, like I always come back to the people. Um, we can support innovation, but it's the innovative ideas that come from the people that work in our institutions that really drive this forward. So I think you've already talked about one of our highlight programs, and if you haven't, you probably will later, is this concept of ex vivo lung perfusion mm -hmm, yes. and ex vivo heart perfusion. And that's one of our highlight examples. That was, you know, you know, groundbreaking innovation that came out of one of our local leaders and a team that he built around himself. So I won't spend a lot of time on that, but, you know, another surgical procedure to treat tears in the most important artery off your heart called the aorta, um, you know, some clinical expertise helped test a new concept or a new approach to treating that and it's now being applied here supported through the innovation fund so less need for patients to have second procedures which are very high risk in this patient population and long-term outcomes that are better i mean those are two of our kind of technological examples of advancements through the innovation yeah, we've heard some amazing stories about uh, just some of the advancements that's taking place down there. And like you say, it, it leads to better outcomes. I mean, that's basically what we're talking about here is just always to get to what everybody's looking for and, and exhausting every possible way of getting there, right? Yeah, and, and I think the highlight for me is, is this innovation fund lets us work towards our vision, which is applying minimally invasive approaches to care. Um, we know that if you can successfully do a pre procedure with less invasive approaches, that patients do better. It's it's not really that hard to imagine, mm -hmm. but then the imagination comes alive when you look at how do you apply that. Right. But, but I do want to step back if you'll if you'll let me, because you know it's easy to describe to the to the donors and to the audience listening the the flashy new toys or the new devices that are amazing don't get me wrong but this innovation fund also supports clinical innovation so we know that after a heart event that recovering and what we call cardiac rehab actually improves 
outcomes, including survival. And we know that many of our patients have challenges either driving to a large hospital like the MAS or traveling from, you know, far reaches of the province. So some of the innovations that we've actually supported allow us to deliver care virtually in, a, in an enhanced platform to get excellent outcomes. So not all innovation is the, is the tech. We, we have clinical innovation and in, in process too. Yeah, just to make sure that it's available to everyone. Yeah, well, yeah. Dr. Walsh, thank you so much for clarifying that. We really appreciate it. We we can't thank you enough for the work that you're doing and for making the time for us this morning. Thank you. No, thank you for the support for this and to the donors for all of their help. Um, we really, really look forward to this day as an opportunity to think about all the great things happening in our group. It is amazing. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Doc. Okay, have a great day. You too. Dr. Robert Welsh, who is, uh, well, he's the big kahuna. He's the guy. He's. He's, uh, (laughs) I think anytime you're a department head, yeah, you're uh, you're considered a big Kahuna. Yeah, he's the cardiac sciences (laughs) own clinical department head. Um, Yeah, what a what a title and and what incredible work that he, as well as the amazing team of doctors and nurses and caregivers, do at the Mazankowski. And that's amazing. It's that that your support is really going towards is making sure that they can continue to provide excellence in all aspects of care. So heartpledgeday.ca is where you can go online to donate. Uh, we're going to share a few more stories, of course, uh, before we are done here at noon. But we are going to be supporting uh, Heart Pledge Day on 630 Ched until 6 p.m. tonight. So you still have some time to get your donations in. You should probably do it this hour. Though, yeah, this is a good time have, to do it. Yeah, we have Norma Alley matching donations up to $5,000 until until noon so so don't sit on your decision uh, you can call 780-900-1047 more stories about the Mazankowski to come on the way hi it's shauna and i might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables hey it's ryan and i might be a bad parent because i went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth johnny here i might be a bad parent because in my house the tooth fairy gives pocket change but we're not alone len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital <laughs> and andy left his two-year-old at the rink all right guys i'm sure we're not alone like andy's kid For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.